The Pentagon is already working on a new acquisition process to speed up its software procurements. But the new vice chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff says DOD's requirements process needs an overhaul, too, if the Pentagon's going to make real progress. General John Hyten says as things stand now, the process is a nightmare. Federal News Network's Jared Serbo's got the details. At the suggestion of the Defense Innovation Board, Ellen Lord, the Undersecretary of Defense for Acquisition and Sustainment, has promised to create a software-specific acquisition pathway for DOD systems. But Hyten says changing DOD's buying procedures won't solve the problem alone if it's still stuck with a requirements process that takes too long and was built for military hardware. The JSIDS process, as it's known, falls under his purview, and he says it's stuck in the industrial age. Here's the way we write requirements today. We write requirements for a product. It says build that. I want that built. I want it delivered in 10 years. I want it perfectly cyber secure. I want it perfectly everything delivered in 10 years. That's the way the process is. So if you do that and you say, here's the threat at the beginning, deliver me that capability 10 years from now, that capability is to defeat the threat that was 10 years ago. And in cyber, the threat, as soon as you hit that day one, tomorrow you're already out of date. Tomorrow you're out of date. Not five years from now, tomorrow you're out of date. So how do I move fast in that structure? I think you have to basically go back to a threat-based view of the world. Say, so here's a threat. The, the world will update that threat. You have to monitor that threat. And then there's got to be a process that you build in order to deliver the process that allows you to to get into that. That's the kind of structure that we need as we go forward. Hyten says the requirements problem is symptomatic of a broader trend in DoD acquisition over the last several decades, as the department has become more and more sensitive to risks of failure in its acquisition programs and behaved accordingly. He says too many of its decisions have been moved up the chain of command and into the Pentagon, all but guaranteeing that DoD will move more slowly than its adversaries. At the urging of Congress, DoD and the military services have already started pushing key acquisition milestone decisions to lower levels of the chain of command. Hyten says the department needs to undertake a similar effort for its requirement setting processes. And he thinks the joint staff can do that without any major rewrites to existing policy, because the JSIDS process and the federal acquisition regulation already contain a high degree of flexibility if the department decides to use it. Actually, if you want to go fast, all the authorities are right there. They're written down and they're allowed. All you have to do is get the bosses to say, yes, go do that. And then sometimes you have to go to Congress and say, yes, I'm going to do this instead of that. But everything is, is right there for you to do. However, in setting up the structure over the years, on whether it's the acquisition side or the, or the requirement side, we have set up this very bureaucratic, risk-averse structure in order to do that. And there's a right way to go through the process to, to achieve success without failing at the end. And if you go to the Defense Acquisition University, that's how we train people mm-hmm. to get through. There's a best answer But in in almost every case, those answers are very slow. Uh, And those answers are built to to remove risk. But I don't know enough now to say this is what we're going to do. But I can tell you, the one thing I know is that when it comes to 21st century capabilities, all heavily dependent on software, the the JROC process and the current process that we have for building software is horrible. For pure IT acquisitions, the department already has a process called the IT box that lets it delegate requirements decisions to the lowest possible level, and the Army, for instance, has already started using it in ways that let it conduct acquisitions for defensive cyber systems in 30 days or less. Hyten says that sort of delegation involves not just authority, but accountability. And if DOD is going to succeed in making it more widespread, it needs to ensure that lower-level officials are ready to assume that responsibility. And we've been training our people not to buy things, not to enter into good contracts, not to understand what a good contract is. 
The engineers we have need to know as much about the system as the contractors do, and it's not that way because we've trained them on process to get programs done, not on how to buy things. So we can't just say you have the authority and responsibility, but we haven't trained you how to buy things. One of the greatest things that happened to me as a young officer is that my boss made me go out in the contractor plant and learn how to buy satellites and learn how to build satellites and learn how to build rockets and learn how to build uh, missile defense systems because I was one of the first engineers on, on SDI back in the day. I walk into a contractor plant now and I can look at something and I can tell the good and the bad just by looking at it. And when I'm operating the system, I know the good and the bad because I understand how it works. That's hugely beneficial to an operator. Hugely beneficial. So... We have got to get after this. Heighton says the department will be able to tell whether its efforts to delegate decisions downward are succeeding when program managers are spending at least as much time in their contractors' production facilities as they are in Pentagon meetings. If you want to see a military person go fast, all you have to do is give them the authority and responsibility. And then when they fail, well, you have to fire them and go find somebody else. But isn't that the way America works? Uh, why, why does that sound so strange? I remember... Senator McCain, God rest his soul. I, I really do miss Senator McCain. And I remember him screaming at me one time about a, a major acquisition program that was not doing well. And he screamed, who are you holding accountable? Who are you going to fire? And I said, Senator, the problem is it's a committee in the Pentagon. And you don't hold committees accountable for anything. So I'm not going to fire the colonel because it's not his or her fault. That's, that would be wrong. Now, if that person had the authority and responsibility, they failed, well, then they get fired. But you can't do that unless they have the authority and responsibility. So it's, it's really that simple. And the good news is because of the congressional law, things are being pushed down. Because the actions in, in OSD and the ANS and R&E, they're pushing things down. But now we have to transition to start training our people again to go buy things. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Check out Jared's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.